Welcome to Heels in the Courtroom, a podcast about successfully navigating law and life, featuring the women trial attorneys at the Simon Law Firm. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Heels in the Courtroom. I'm Elizabeth McNulty, and today I am with Liz Lenevy, Amy Gunn, Mary Simon, and Erica Slater. How's everybody doing? Hey. Good. Good. Well, welcome to 2024. I am excited to kick off another year here at the Simon Law Firm and with you ladies. I always feel like the start of a new year is kind of like a fresh page and it's a good time to reflect. And I know I've talked about it a lot on the podcast. Reflection is not something that I enjoy doing. I'm kind of always forward, always ahead. And I think that's kind of really in line with what we do in our job. It's kind of always looking forward, but the podcast always gives us a good opportunity to kind of look back and reflect on things. And I think there's no better time than doing that at the start of the new year to kind of set some personal goals. And we have actually been doing that the last couple of years at the beginning of each year. And so today we're going to talk about our resolutions from the beginning of 2023 check in how we did on those and then maybe set some new resolutions for 2024 if you so choose not going to pressure anyone to set any resolutions i know not everyone (laughs) believes in them and i'm cool with that so you know whatever whatever floats your boat thank you for setting that boundary so clearly (laughs) i'm working on it all right so who wants to share what their 2023 resolution was? I do have the transcript of our recording. <laughs> You'll have to remind us. Yeah, now that we know that this is like a keeping your feet to the fire situation. We're this is be an very accountability. Thoughtful. Yeah, I'll be quoting page in line. So, Liz. Well, I wasn't on that podcast, right? Yeah. But so. I wasn't on last year's episode. So, so did you do anything in the last year, Liz? Did, did anything, 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 anything. No, I've just been sitting in this room <laughs> waiting for the <this laughs> next, next opportunity to have a resolution. Did you hit any resolution? I'm trying to think. I, I'm not a huge resolution person. I feel that I just always let myself down. So maybe my resolution is just keep expectations reasonable. But I will say something that I really wanted to accomplish in 2023 was planning my family's trip to Korea. And I will say, I did not start on that until January of 2023. And that includes updating my expired passport, as well as purchasing (laughs) tickets and finding hotels. So truly, that was just a 2023 (laughs) endeavor. Wow. Huge. But it was, a, it was a trip that was several years in the making. Steve and I had planned on going actually last year in 22 when it was our five-year anniversary. COVID, COVID got bad in Korea again, and so we decided to push it off till 23. And we got it done. And I did a lot of the planning. And it's strange because Steve is mostly our trip planner. He just has kind of always taken the initiative on that, which I'm very appreciative of. I realize I'm very lucky to have someone who's very type A in getting those those plans done. I feel like I'm much more of a go with the flow kind of person, uh, at least when it comes to planning trips. None of us traded looks at all. But he uh, he kind of let me handle most of it, and and probably that is because a lot of it was a bit of a language barrier that I needed my mom to help me translate, and um, so I had to do much of that planning myself, and and it, and it all got done, and there were only a couple hiccups here and there, like when we almost got stranded at one airport because Steve's name wasn't correct on the boarding pass because nicknames aren't a thing in Korea. It's a long story. <laughs> I was very scared we weren't going to be able to get on the plane out of the country, but 
We got him back. We got him back home. Everything worked out fine. So that's something that I was proud of myself because that was a really big undertaking. And it wasn't just planning for myself and Steve. I also, my mom and my sister went along with us and we had to incorporate family and also find things to keep everyone entertained. And and again, it's, it was in a country that the, I don't, I don't speak the language and I can't read it. And so it was a little bit stressful trying to navigate that, but it got accomplished and it was a wonderful trip and a wonderful experience and something that I'm really proud to look back on. Actually, I, I just got a new laptop. That was my Christmas gift. Steve got it for me early and I was uploading our photos and videos from Korea and there's already memories that I had kind of forgotten about in the last couple of months. So it was nice to kind of go back and watch some of those videos and, and look at the photos, especially with my family and relive those memories a little bit. And, and no Knowing that I'll be able to take those memories forward with me. So that's something that I was really proud of accomplishing in, in 23. Good job, Liz. You have yeah, any proud of you, Liz. You have any goals for 2024 or resolution? S- still thinking about it. Maybe I'll have one by the end of the episode after I hear everyone else's. I'll be inspired. Yes. Perfect. So I remember this time last year, and you actually have reminded me <laughs> that. My resolution last year, I think, was less responsibility. I think I've failed. Yeah, <laughs> How's it working it's not out? going well. Not going well. It's possible that I have reduced some activities only to have others take their place. So I don't feel any less busy or have less responsibility at all. So that tells me I should not uh, make that my resolution because I don't. I don't like to admit failure. I will tell you though, that my only successful New Year's resolution that I can recall is, and I don't think I've told this story before, I would say a good seven, eight years ago, on New Year's Eve, we have a great group of friends that we always spend New Year's Eve with. There's six or seven couples. And after a night of frivolity, let's say, (laughs) One of our friends, Lance, I'll just say it, Lance and I. We have not changed the name to keep people anonymous on this podcast. Most of us are attorneys. Most of the couples we hang out with, at least one of us is an attorney. And Lance happens to be an attorney. And so, you know, we can be competitive people. So we have this resolution one year that we're not going to eat potato chips. That's our New Year's resolution. No more potato chips. And... I took it seriously and I said, okay. And so I have not had a full leaded, I baked is okay, but like a full leaded potato Delicious. The good potatoes. I had one since that resolution. He admits blowing it like two days later. Like, oh, are you serious about that? And and then the next year. I will say Lance. (laughs) Right. The next year we were reminiscing about the previous year and we added french fries to it. And I might have the order mistaken, whether it was french fries and then potato chips or vice versa. But I've not had a french fry. A french fry since then. Oh my gosh. Wow. What do you have against a fried potato? (laughs) Well, it also kind of fits with my whole, you know, I can do it. My own self-competitiveness. Like, I don't need that french fry. Now, I will say, I will have a sweet potato fry. That doesn't seem the same. Yeah. That doesn't, that's not a cheat. But, and then again, Lance was like, yeah, no, I, no. 
That's, I mean, not, that's not a thing. What's next? Like, watch <laughs> out. I went to McDonald's the next morning. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, I was yeah. hungover. I needed yeah. some french fries. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, watch out, hash browns. Here comes Amy Gunn in 2024. <laughs> it's funny. It reminds me, my mother used to say that she went, like, her entire 20s and 30s without ever having a dessert. I think because it was oh, all about being sad. nice and trim and whatnot. That may not. That may be a, a wives' tale, but I'll have to ask her about yeah, it because I, I remember talking about that. I know. So I don't know. It, that's probably not that healthy because what the hell's wrong with having a French fry every once in a while? But now it's just in my head. Like if I had a French fry now, I'd be dis- I would disappoint myself. Yeah. So that, that's a whole thing. That's a whole thing. And so I don't. I don't think I can actually give myself a New Year's resolution this year. I'm, I'm just going to bask in the glow of having no french fries and no potato chips and, and maintaining that New Year's resolution going forward. I think part of it is because, I don't know, I've got a lot of changing. My like Nathan's getting ready to go to college. Connor is entering a different stage. He's applying, or he's taking the MCAT, wants to apply to medical school. My husband has just changed jobs. And I feel like I'm sort of same old, same old. And I'm afraid sort of to make a resolution because I don't want to not, I don't want to say, oh, I'm going to, I mean, I can't do like get a new job. I mean, come on, who am I, who am I kidding? I mean, what am I going to get a new house? No, the housing market's terrible and the interest rates are too high. I mean, so, no big changes. And I feel like right now your family has enough change that maybe yeah. it be, might, might be nice to have a constant. Right. I feel like I'm the constant. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. But I will say 2024 will be empty nesters starting in the fall. And I think I'm gearing myself up for allowing myself to have more freedom, more change. If we want to take off for the weekend and go somewhere. I mean, we don't, we've not really ever denied ourselves too much with respect to that, but it will be a lot less stress and worry if there's nobody but the cats at home, you know, when we go. So I think that maybe I am creating a New Year's resolution as I as I talk, and that is that by at least August, September, we're gonna have some fun things planned. That's my, that's it. That's what I came up with. More fun. More fun, but not until August. And no French fries. <laughs> and no more French fries. Womp womp. No ever French fries, yeah. It's so interesting thinking about, wait, where are you going to I was going to say, my resolution is to eat all of Amy's french fries. All right. <laughs> Get the side we order. We you'd be in your way. Can't let Amy take big potato down. <laughs> Single hand. I'm in the pocket of big potato. <laughs> yeah. Y'all are going to like. anti Every time we eat, you're going to be like, check and make sure I don't have any french fries. We're going to be scooting up closer to you. I don't think you fully oh, believe no, me. Oh, no, I 100% believe you. <laughs> and and the fact that you even say it out loud makes me believe it more because you wouldn't be saying it out loud if you weren't. I wouldn't. If totally you put all, it. It could be put all these watchdogs on it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've been trying to think about, I, I, I think my resolution from 2023 was taking more risks. And I really think I did that this year and still continue to do so just in in work in in different situations with opposing counsel and types of arguments and depositions and it sounds really boring but for me it was kind of a breakthrough is not the right word it was kind of a it was a year of growth a year of growth yeah and in doing that taking risks on my own um, less asking for permission and more discussing things after the fact and I will say like not every time was it something that I got feedback that was like, no, I probably would have done that differently. That happened a couple of times and it, you know, that's part of the risk taking. So I, you know, 
I'm proud of myself for doing that. I, I, I know I also took risks just being a parent with, you know, flying with Nora alone, a different type of risk, but it was fun to do that, experience that with her. Also a type of risk that I think I took was more so trusting that things would work out, even if it didn't seem like I had enough time to accomplish all the things I wanted to in the amount of time I, I wanted to do it. So like if I wanted to allocate a certain number of hours to prepare for something and something else came up, whether it was with Nora, another family member or a friend needed me. And I, my gut was telling me to prioritize that over, you know, the six hours I wanted to have to work on something just by myself. I, I kind of let myself veer away from the original plan and then come back to it. And again, it's like most of the time everything did work out. Sometimes I'd be like, yeah, I probably could have used an extra hour of sleep versus trying to like squeeze all that in. But again, it's just all growth. So I'm, I'm, I'm proud of myself in that respect. And I hope to carry that on into next year. And I, I also was thinking about it when Amy was talking about French fries. I haven't gotten on Instagram since last year. I just wow, New Year's wow. Day, I just completely deleted it and was like, let's see how f I, I didn't set like a firm resolution for myself, but I, I have never logged back in and in almost a year and I have no desire to, which is just kind of interesting. I just, I feel like the farther away from it that I got, like picking up my phone and checking that app, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I have no desire to do it whatsoever. So maybe that'll continue on. And I think for next year, I think for next year, I've kind of like funny resolutions. I have a couple different ones. I mean, one really fun one would be like finally clean out the goddamn garage at my house. Right. Like that's a, that's like a get rid of the goddamn boxes in the garage. That's something that's on my list, but it's on my every week it's on my list and I just haven't done it. So maybe I'll just like make it not a week thing, but by the end of next year, maybe that will be something that's done. Another one that I got advice, I think from Erica on one of the podcasts was care less care a little bit less and that Don't listen is, to that I'm sure it was in context it, it was it and it makes so much sense for me and my personality and the way that I function and like I just just care a little bit less and it's it's taking that advice and taking my own advice that I've shared before in the podcast which is like things that other people think about you aren't your damn business so just care a little bit less it'll make your life a little bit easier to move through your days and I'm going to implement that in already kind of have started to get back into the swing of that, of caring just a little bit less about things that get you so worked up that you don't really need to be spending your time thinking about. And another thing I'm interested in, this must just be like a year of resolutions for me. Another thing that I want to try to do more is support local businesses. A lot of my friends here in St. Louis, I have experienced things like whether we're having like dinner together or something where they bring food from or where they buy groceries at or things like that. It's local, more like local vendors. And I just think I could be better about that. So I've, I've been kind of researching different places before I just automatically go buy things from like order them or whatever, just see if there's somewhere local. Cause that could benefit, you know, people in your own mm -hmm. community. So I've, I'm, I'm going to try my best to mm -hmm. figure out what parts of my like day-to-day -day things that consumerism, like the day-to-day -day stuff of what what stuff I could make tweaks to to make it a little bit more beneficial before I'm buying something. Like who is this, who is this gonna benefit and see if there's a way to incorporate more of that. So that's kind of on my list so far and I'll keep you all post on the garage. I, I don't have high hopes. <laughs> 
between caring well, less and the garage, yeah, that's so hard I, to combine. A big change. Yeah. When the garage is clean, you can have us over for a party. A garage okay. Party. I, okay. I will bring up party food of all french fries and potato chips. Oh, okay. <laughs> Amy, I'll bring I'll you champagne. And someone else can post a picture on Instagram. Yes. I, that you will never see. <laughs> and I won't care at all. That's fantastic. Great. Oh, man. Well, I was not on last year's resolution podcast as well, but I did. I do remember listening to it. When I'm not on one of the podcasts, I mean, if I am, I don't usually go back and listen to it because I lived it, but <laughs> I do try to listen to the ones that I am not on. And you know, sometimes I get a backlog, but I recall specifically listening to the one from last year and being kind of inspired by you guys talking about, you know, what you're trying to prove improve on and it just feels like a good challenge to be in this group and hear what people want to be doing and anyway so I, I'm also Liz like you I'm not huge on resolutions because the the pressure and the kind of deadline of that feels a little artificial but at the same time closing out this year is like an important thing for me this year because I feel like with all the good and bad things wrapped into this statement that it has been a really big, busy year. And I've had a lot of things going on simultaneously. And I think until I kind of sit down and reflect on it, do I, you know, I'm exhausted, <laughs> but not in a bad way because I've had a lot of successes to be able to like match that hard work and effort to. And I do want to remember that like some years that won't be the connection because in what we do, you can work really, really hard and then have a disappointment or a failure behind that and to not stop and to keep going and saying, I'm picking up next year or next month or whatever it is, and I'm going to keep doing it. So this past year, uh, I think I've talked about this several times. I ran like a 10 or 11th month campaign for this judicial commission that is the way we pick judges in certain counties in Missouri. And I won that race. It was a contested race. And although I didn't have an opponent for most of that time, Amy's husband gave me the good advice to, <laughs> you can run two ways, scared or unopposed. And <laughs> That's all you get. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I chose to run scared, assuming I would be opposed <laughs> at some point. So that was a lot of work. At the beginning of this, this past year, I wrapped up a really, really, really intense big case that, I mean, I think I, I used to have the stat memorized. I think I took something like, 18 expert depots in 40 days or something. And like, I mean, man, by the end of that, it was just like popping them off. Like, I'm ready. Oh, I'm ready. Right. Oh, I've, I deposed another neonatologist. So this is just the third one. Like, <laughs> no problem, no you know? Worries. So my year kind of started in this kerfuffle of wrapping up that case, but then I had the next one right behind it. And it was a similar thing. I think it was like 13 experts in like, you know, 50 days or something. So, you know, a break in comparison. And then I argued to appeal, wrote and argued to appeals this year. And, you know, we pretty much do that work all by ourselves. Whereas I think other firms sometimes farm it out or have a team of people, you know, like maybe a defense firm, you have partners and associates and several people's hands in it. But for the most part, if we're doing an appeal, we do it all ourselves, the research and the writing. And then I argued both of those. I'm happy to say 
I won one and lost one, and it was the opposite of what I thought the result was going to be. And the one I won was a big deal. It's a big deal for our case, and it made good law for our practice. So I'm happy to, you know, report like it was a very busy year and intentionally so, but it's nice to relate some successes to it. And then in December this year, I have just like nothing's going on and I'm taking all of the advice that we have extolled on the podcast to take a rest when things are good. So I'm I'm cleaning things up, I'm rebuilding and just planning, but planning for 2024. I mean, I just see that very much as like a rebuilding year after some, you know, working through some really intense stuff. So, and just working and putting in place the things that I've set up this year. So I guess my intention next year is to be steady, maybe a little less. Don't need to do everything all at the same time. Unfortunately, we can't plan that very much in our practice. And I think in order to do that on the personal side, I'm going to, in view of you all, I'm going to promise to myself that once a month, I'm going to go to a class, go to yoga, something, just one night a month. Because remember, there's that two and five-year-old that, you know, (laughs) takes up most of my days. The problem with that is that if I take time, then I'm putting two kids in the evening hours, which is always kind of nuts around my house, you know, on the hook for all of it. And I'm planning to maybe do a little bartering. Maybe we each have a night (laughs) once a month that you just get off. And it's your night. You can go do a yoga class. You can, you know, plan it however you want. Happy hour. It doesn't matter. So I'm going to try to institute that because I think I roll through our days and we get so caught up in, you know, going on to the next that I think I lose that sometimes. The other thing I want to work on, which I think is the at this point in my life is easy to lose sight of is I want to work on being the best partner I can be. (laughs) And this is not sappy. I haven't like messed up yet (laughs) or messed up like terribly. But my wife went to China for a week a couple weeks ago. And, you know, I had our whole household for like seven days, you know, so we were getting through like two weekends and a whole week of school and work and daycare and, you know, meltdowns and whatever. Um, We didn't have any hospital trips, which I was pretty, that was my level. I was like, that's going to happen. And when it didn't, that's great. And for her to be gone for a week, it was just so apparent how much my wife takes care of us and how much like... I come home and she lets me relax because she's usually making dinner. And, you know, I just, I struggled to be like, man, she needs the same thing. So I think since she's been home, maybe she's noticed, hopefully, maybe not. I've been trying really hard to, like, not get in such a routine of like, oh, yeah, you make dinner and I hang out with, you know, like, and I decompress because... I don't know. It's just, you know, that's got to get to her too. So I want to really work on being a good equal partner. I think it's easy to lose sight of that stuff. And I think it can just happen in a moment, you know, like not being the best partner you can be when you're so concerned with like being in the middle of your career and like trying to kick ass there and like, oh, I'm raising kids. And like we put all of our energy into that. Just making sure to be there for her as well. And that will probably come back to me tenfold, I hope. <laughs> it will. 
Well, my resolutions for last year upon checking back the podcast from last year's recording was the first one was to set more boundaries. And uh, this past year has been pretty difficult for me, both professionally and personally. And I was lucky enough to kind of be forced into some situations, I think, that kind of required me to set some of those boundaries, which, you know, that's kind of how sometimes we grow. We just find ourselves in situations that we have to, you know, figure it out. And a lot of that comes with just setting boundaries and that's how you get through it. And so it was challenging in the moment, but looking back on it, I think that I came out ahead of it. And so setting those boundaries really helped me. And so I feel net positive on the year. Proud of you. Thank you. you. And then my other one was to carve out personal time. And I think that, you know, throughout this year, I've been able to kind of take on professional stuff. I've been handling cases more on my own now, which has allowed me to kind of make my own schedule in a way that I wasn't able to before, which comes not without its challenges. And it can be really overwhelming at first, but you are able to kind of do what you want in a way without someone kind of like looming over you, which I think whether that was there in the past or not, it's always in the back of your mind on whether like, I don't know, you need to respond to that email because there's someone CC'd on it yeah. that works with you. Yeah. Anyway, so I think that I was pretty good at my resolutions, but mostly just because of the circumstances I found myself in. Um, So that's nice. Kind of things I would like to set intentions for the year. One of them being getting some feedback, maybe my personal life. I think I'd like to take my lawyer hat off a little more often. I find maybe like, I don't know if you guys do this, like cross-examining your family and friends and it's like all right we don't need to be so intense all the time a hundred percent I feel that so it's just like and the critical always having your critical eye out and like snapping on it and making that comment yeah totally yeah or like finding that feeling the need to get all of the facts in a situation yeah all right we're they're just telling a story like you just need to relax so it's just like (laughs) i need to just like relax a little bit maybe not be like a lawyer 24 7 i think that that would help a lot so something i'm just going to try to be more intentional about and the other one is just kind of like a fun thing i would like to take a vacation to a place that isn't a beach next year i feel like i'm never going to see the world if I don't just like stop going to the beach. But I feel like anytime I want to take time off, I just want to like relax. relax. Yeah. So yeah. It's kind of a double-edged sword. I so. think that means you need to take a beach vacation and another bit vacation. Yeah, right? I, I mean, agree. Yeah. yeah. You need more than one. Yeah. I could take two, right? Yeah. Okay. Krista and I always, if we're traveling by ourselves, we always go places that are like you could go to a very cool like outdoorsy place or, you know, like I don't know, relaxing place that's outside of like a big city. Like we went to Vancouver and Whistler for her 40th birthday and that dichotomy of like, and we like flew up to Seattle and drove from Seattle to Vancouver. So like we did Seattle for a day and everything there and then we're in Vancouver and it was very, you know, like urban and, you know, drinks and dinners and sightseeing and everything. And then we went to Whistler and just like, climbed on some mountains for a couple of days and that was like very recharging oh that's cool and I love that like dichotomy of having both because I think like going and traveling and like sightseeing for days and days on end I can't do it but then like same thing like if you're laying on a beach every day like 
once you get to the decompression after like day two or three when you've actually relaxed, you're like, okay, what's next? Like, right. let's go. Right. <laughs> Okay, well, I hope that we've inspired you to reflect on your previous year and maybe set a resolution or a goal that you want to try to achieve in 2024. And with that, we hope you continue to listen to our podcast. Maybe make that one of your goals. Resolution number one. That should be a pretty easy one, right? We're right. a pretty fun group. Yeah. Um, so if that's your goal, we release episodes every other Wednesday. And uh, we'll continue to do that in 2024. So hope you guys have a happy new year and we will see you in a couple weeks. Heels in the Courtroom is brought to you by the Simon Law Firm. At the Simon Law Firm PC, we believe in the power of pooling resources in order to create powerful results. We often lend our trial skills and experience to lawyers around the country to achieve better results for their clients. Our attorneys welcome the opportunity to work with you on your case, offering vast resources, seasoned litigators, and a sterling reputation. You can contact us at 314-241-2929. And if you enjoyed the podcast, feel free to share your thoughts with Amy, Liz, Erica, Mary, Elizabeth at heelsinthecourtroom.law. And subscribe today because the best lawyers never stop learning.